If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tuned in. Today's packed show, why everyone needs a great lawyer when buying and selling a home. Well, in studio to let us know all the details is the premier realtor from App Properties, the North Shore. Yeah, Paula Avenham. Also, what's a land trust and how does it work? In studio is the premier residential and commercial attorney. Yeah, Vincent Arricchio, my buddy Vinny, uh, going to share with us a lot of great information. Also, after you purchased your dream home, should you save for college or retirement? Well, in studio to educate us, as he always does, is the premier certified financial planner. Yeah, Gary Bronner from Country Financial. Also, how to evaluate and market your business. Good one. It's different in 2021 now. And uh, we've got Teresa Mueller, the managing broker owner of the Trellium Group. And positive updates to the SBA from the new stimulus bill and how that will affect commercial lending. And, of course, in studio, we have the president and owner of Commercial Lending X. Yeah, Brad Hedick. Wow, good morning, Paula and Vince. Good morning. Good morning, Randy. So, Paula, you always have great information, but uh, some states don't require an attorney, but we do in Illinois. But why does everyone need a great lawyer when buying and selling? Uh, So that is true. Uh, Illinois definitely is a heavily regulated state. Um, And with that said, it's an unwritten rule, but it is definitely nevertheless taken very seriously to have a real estate attorney, not a divorce attorney, but a real estate attorney when you're purchasing or selling. Nice. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just like it's widely accepted that if you're taking an escalator, you stand on the right side of the stairs and you allow other people to pass you by on the left side. So it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, If you're buying or selling a residential or commercial property, you're going to have to have a real estate attorney um, on your team. Nice. And can I interject that I had nothing nothing to do with Paula's topic. I love it. I think it's fantastic, but I did not put her up to this. He did not. I can vouch for that. (laughs) So, um, yes, so, you know, being a real estate, a realtor and working with lots of clients, you know, sometimes I can refer an attorney to them. And again, not a divorce attorney, not just it has to be a real estate attorney because there are so many different um, aspects of a real estate transaction that. Other but as we always just said on the show in the past, you know, some people have an uncle or aunt. Well, you know what? I, I'm a, a patent attorney. And you know what? Sometimes I do divorces, but I'll take over your real estate. No, it's different. It's different. You need and a real estate attorney, peeps. You, you need a real estate attorney. And I've had, you know, I've probably closed over uh, 10,000 transactions between title and real estate. And I've sat at closings and there's, uh, you know, an attorney there and he doesn't quite understand the tax prorations. That's right. Uh, Paula Avenham used to own a title company. Did you know that? No, yeah. that's impressive. She's pretty smart. <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, so you know firsthand, right, that the real, uh, the real estate attorneys definitely um, handle a lot of things. And so I can start with that they are handling your um, processing purchase and sale agreements. Um, they're conducting a title search and examination. So they're ordering the title. They're reviewing the survey, which is so important. Uh, definitely, I can tell you, again, out of those many, many transactions that those real estate attorneys 
If they're not a real estate attorney, they're, I see them or I hear them asking the other attorney that is a real estate attorney, you know, for help. Really? A little, at closing? At a closing. Oh, my gosh. Well, Vince, if I'm at a closing that. and my attorney doesn't know what's going on, I'm out of there. <laughs> well, hopefully the, uh, they're masking it well uh, or doing it outside the presence of their own client. But, you know, I work in both Illinois and Indiana. In Indiana, it is not common to have attorneys in real estate deals. And I'm licensed in both, I'm glad to say. But I've picked up more Indiana business over survey and easement issues because they didn't use attorneys, which is what you're sharing. And I want you to continue what attorneys can assist with. Right. So, you know, they're going to be ordering the um, the track search. They're going to examine that. They're going to review the plat of survey. They're going to assist with the, as I just mentioned, about the tax prorations for the property taxes and other financial matters that are very, very important. Maybe there's liens on the house from it, somebody correct. suing them 10 years ago. Exactly. And so you want to have... A contractor, I don't know. Of course. Yeah. Or yeah. And the attorneys work closely or, with the title companies, which you had your own and you may still be very heavily involved with title, but the attorneys do uh, work hand in hand and they get assistance from, but also review on their own the title work exactly so it really is important to have a good flow and when you have a real estate attorney that they, they bring that flow they, they take charge they work with the um, buyers or sellers whoever their client is um, closely and they're managing the negotiations and the contract changes that's another aspect of it yes the realtor is very involved that's me but there's also different lanes you know I love that word um, that we stay in and when there are issues and contract changes sometimes uh, we don't see the emails that go back and forth between the attorneys, and sometimes they can smooth some things over. Sometimes the realtors can smooth smooth things over. You know, it depends on the personalities of everybody involved in each transaction. No one transaction is the same, but everybody has such an important role, especially the real estate attorney. Sure, I, I totally agree, and I do think um, it's important for the attorney and the real estate agent to work together. So uh, this is a little pitch, of course, to Radio Land, but it's true. I carbon copy my real estate agents on everything. Love and that. And I blind carbon copy them, even on the things that maybe I send to the other attorney that I don't want to send to the other side's agent, but I keep my agent informed. And that way the team is moving together. And then finally, you do this, I know, but we always work together to, is an agent going to ask a question or is the lawyer going to ask a question? And, and you divide and conquer. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better and that was what I was going to get to. So you would be a great attorney to work with and especially for me in my opinion and how I like um, the transactions to, to, is I like to be involved. I like and, to know and so what's Paula, going there's on. a lot of people that really <laughs> don't know this and they would like to get in touch with you yeah. to become more involved and pick the right attorney because a lot of people I know, they don't know attorneys. You got yes. so to suggest. So how can somebody get a hold of you? Um, please give me a call. I would love to support you and have a good conversation with you at 773-988-7341. You can call me or text me, or you can uh, check out my website at Real Estate Revealed, um, or Paula Avenham at properties.com. Or get out to the website right now. I have videos on Facebook right now. Real Estate Revealed, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D on Facebook. That's Paula Avenham, the premier realtor from the North Shore at Properties. And speaking of great information, we've got that premier attorney here in the studio, Vincent Arricchio. And uh, this is important. People ask me all the time. I don't have all the details, but you have all the answers. What's a land trust and how does it work? Uh, well, thank you, Randy. And even actually, just to follow up on Paula's wonderful 
topic, uh, even before getting to land trust, I've been told by some of my non real estate attorney friends. Okay. They're like, Vince, you're a monkey with a checklist. Sometimes they think real estate lawyers, it's just check a box. You have a list of 17 things that you need done before a transaction and it's check, 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 check. You're I not, never thought that. Oh well, my gosh. I, well, okay. I have some of my litigator and that friends. Could not be further. Yeah. But, but, but just in case anyone, again, and sometimes I overuse the phrase radio land, right? But maybe just yeah, you, in case. You, you've got to find out that I have clear title. You better find out that the taxes are paid. Yes. I want to move in peace of mind and nobody's knocking on my door tomorrow. Yes, yeah. and, and frankly, even if those are checklist items, there are curveballs in every transaction. No transaction is the same. So it's always so helpful to have a trusted real estate agent like Paula on your team and an attorney who's experienced to handle curveballs. But I just didn't want to... Uh, like I, I didn't want to... Uh, Thank you. I didn't want to leave out there that no, there's not a great that argument, here. you know. Um, well, then, as to Lantras, how Lantras work. I want to start with Disney World. Who doesn't like Disney World? Who, do, who couldn't say something good about Disney World? Well, back in the 50s, Disneyland in California was doing so great that Walt Disney wanted to build space on the East Coast. And he secretly gobbled up land down in Florida near Orlando under land trusts. Now, a lot of people know this history. A lot of people out there already know about how uh, uh, it was done in secret so the prices wouldn't spike of the acreage of land. But the land trust gave Walt Disney the advantages and the pros to buying real estate. And right now we're going to tell you what a land trust is and the pros and cons of it. So as to a land trust, a land trust is a private legal contract in which the owner of the real estate transfers the title to a company or a lawyer called a trustee. And the real owner, who would be the beneficiary, uh, uh, stays incognito, under the radar, not known. And Vince, what would be the reason for someone doing this, just in case people want to do it, but they're not sure, they, have, they know why they want to do it, and you fit that criteria? Or Excellent. The reasons are the pros. The pros are, number one, privacy. If you don't want people to know your assets, uh, not that you're going to stiff creditors, not you're going to declare bankruptcy, not you're going to be a bad guy or gal, but for your privacy, uh, when it goes to the county recorder of deeds. You know what, Vince? I don't want to rush you at all. We are coming up to a quick break. Man, what a duo we have here. Paula Avenham, premier realtor, along with the premier real estate attorney, Vincent Arricchio. But we're coming up to a quick break. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Hey, have you been out to the website? Realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. You can learn all about the great co-hosts on the show and vet them and biographies. Also, I have videos of right now on Facebook, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. And we come back, more of Vince Riccio, the great attorney. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's so good, it's so good. And it's always so good to be with you every Sunday morning. Happy New Year again. Wow. I can't believe this is 2021. Um, boy, I'm Randy Barcella. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Um, before the break, we were talking with the great attorney, both commercial and residential, Vincent Arricchio, and he was sharing us some valuable information about trusts and how they work. Yes, Randy. And right before the break, 
we were talking about some of the pros and the first pro or positives for the land trust is the privacy, the privacy to the beneficiary and the owner in having a front like uh, something like a title company like Chicago Title and Land Trust as trustee. Um, One more thing after the Disney World history of how Walt Disney bought up land in the swamp of Orlando in trusts uh, for privacy purposes. There's another bit of history which goes back even before that is a lot of people don't know, but land trusts were actually nearly or one of the first states born in Illinois. And it comes out of the 19th century I looked up. No way! Where Illinois aldermen, I wouldn't call it abuse of power, I wouldn't call it abuse of position, but Illinois aldermen would get inside scoop and want to buy up land based upon the information they learned. Get out of and here. And there was a court challenge. There was a court challenge in the Illinois Supreme Court in the 1800s who finally said land trusts were allowed. But it started with politicians, as, as strange as that is, having inside information to buy land as legal. Now, the second pro, the second positive to owning a land trust is ease of conveyance. Unfortunately, it's one of the truths of life that people die. And um, when you die, you have to sometimes deal with a will and a big squabble or fight in the courts called a probate matter. When you have land in a land trust, upon your death, it's already designated who's going to get that land. So it stays out of the courts. Now, those are the two major conveyances. There's a little nuance. There's a third one about if you have two or three partners and uh, one buddy, somebody owes somebody money, and it's harder to lean land when it's in a land trust. So if Gary, Gary Bonner and I, if Gary and I own land and, uh, in our own names, and I'm a bad guy and I owe somebody money, they could lean my land. And B- Gary's going to get along, dragged along for the ride. But when it's in a land trust and I have a single creditor, I owe somebody money, it's not as cut and dried. It's not as easy to lean the land because I don't owe, I'm not the main target uh, it's Chicago, or the owner, it's complicated, but Chicago Land Trust is the target and owner and you can't lean as easily. Now, as to the cons, the cons, what are the downsides? Well, first, uh, it is not true that you save on taxes. Uh, the law and the tax law is that land trust can be taxed. The second is you're not bulletproof from liability. It's not that you can't ever be sued. Uh, the beneficiary down the road, their share when it's sold can be subject to the lawsuit. And the third and final, the final disadvantage is the belief that you'll always be private. I just told you, told you Walt Disney and I told you that uh, the privacy factor of uh, having someone like Chicago Land Trust title be the main name and face, but actually with a court order, with a lawsuit, you could actually bust through that and get to who's the beneficiary under that land trust. So, Randy, if anyone has any further questions, of course, they can yeah, reach out to you. how can they get a hold of you, Vince? Or they could, of course, call me about any land trust or any other reason. Um, you could look at our website. Uh, reallawchicago.com or call us at 312-263-0010. Fantastic. Vince Arricchio. Also, get out to our website. You can vet everybody on the show. Realestaterevealed.com R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com and I've got videos of Vincent Arricchio on Facebook right now. Real Estate Revealed. Wow, thank you, Vince. And moving right along with great information. Wow. After you purchase your dream home, 
should you save for college or retirement? Well, I don't know, but we have the premier certified financial planner from Country Financial. Yeah, Gary Bronner. Gary, good morning. Hey, good morning, Randy. Good morning, Vince. Good yeah, morning. what should I do? Yeah, well, recently, uh, Country Financial Security Index found that 56% of Americans would willingly go into debt to pay for their co- child's college education to the tune of around $31,000. Wow. In addition, three in four Americans feel it's important to have a college degree when job hunting, and two-thirds feel a college degree is worth the cost. Gary, a lot of colleges are 45000 a year. Oh, that's not... Oh, it's more? Oh, oh, I didn't... Yeah, oh, my I mean, gosh. Well, my daughter's going to Marquette right now, and it's like 53000 You're right. Bradley's around 48000 Um, I, I'm out of it. You know I'm not a parent. <laughs> you know I'm not a parent. Of course, Vince Riccio knows what to do, and you know because you're paying right I, now. I needed right. to meet Gary earlier in life, apparently, <laughs> yes. Well, one of the things I was going to talk about is there are various ways to save for your child's college education. You just do it in plain old savings account, or you can use some of the structures that they have, like 529 plans, or even a Roth IRA. It just depends on where you're at in life and what predicament's gonna work best for you. I recently had a client uh, call me early in December and said their accountant said that they should be purchasing uh, 529 plans uh, on behalf of their daughter so they can take advantage of the Illinois State Tax Credit. Uh, they're both in their early 60s, they both put $10,000 into a 529 plan, and they got a 5% tax credit back from the state of Illinois for that. That was the situation for them that worked well. I had another client who's in her uh, single mom in her late 30s, and um, she had an old 401k at another location, and she wanted uh, some answers on what to do for saving for her uh, one-year-old son for college, and we came up with a solution using a Roth IRA. And how you can use a Roth IRA is, like I said, we did the... A conversion of her 401k. We did, we did a rollover of her 401k into a traditional IRA. And then I recommended that over the next few years, she do a little bit of money as a conversion from that traditional IRA to the Roth IRA. Nice. And, and she's also doing contributions to the Roth IRA. After five years, that you can access those conversions and also those contributions. And since you, the Roth IRA, there's no tax deduction for it. You can take out after five years those monies uh, without paying any tax. Oh, I didn't know that. free uh, so, but the thing is, her son is one year old. We won't have to access these funds for 17 years. And if he goes to college, maybe he gets his full scholarship. Now, all that money is in a 529 plan. And if she doesn't have any other children, what are you going to do with that money? If you take it out, it's taxable to you. Uh, so, we, by using the Roth IRA, if her son decides not to go to college or he goes to college and he has full, a full ride from scholarships, well, what, he can, what she can do, though, that money can be earmarked for her retirement. And she'll be, at that time, in her late 50s. I love it. Perfect idea. So the Roth IRA offers you some flexibility. How come flexibility. I didn't meet you 25 years ago? I could have been further ahead in life. <laughs> well, am I correct that under the Roth IRA, the goal for every parent isn't to tell their kids this is definitely their college money? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly, right. Because yeah. you need a, our famous attorney. Yes, because uh, so, if you need the option for retirement, you want to say you're there for your kids, but it's not their money. Or even another example. I had a client, well, right now, we, okay, I was wondering where my communion money went to and my birthday money went to in all those see, cards between 1 and 15. <laughs> like, well, my, my, my children, I told them they both have to take out the student loans, subsidized and unsubsidized, because I wanted them to have some skin in the game to realize it's just not party time and stuff along that line. And also with this client, too, that was in his early 60s, and I guess he's been funding his uh, child's college education 100%. I said, well, you may want to take out some loans now because there's rumors that Biden may, you know, waive some of the 10th, 
wait, some of your uh, loans. Ah, student loan respect. forgiveness. Oh, wow. And, and he even said, yeah, you're right, Gary. I should do that. If they don't waive the student loans, I, I'm going to pay it anyway. And yes. it's just low interest rate, so it's just like it's not going to be hurt. And just the idea that there's an advantage to doing some things along that line. So, like I said, every scenario is talk with your financial planner, see what's going to work for you, because every situation is going to be different based on what your needs are and your child's needs are. Love it. Absolutely love it. Well, I always thought that 529 was the way to go, but in speaking with Gary, uh, both in right. studio and out of studio, you've, you've really caused me to think deeply about the Roth IRA, which, which thankfully, well, I, you, you know, I was blessed enough to have some of that. But um, would you say it really depends on the situation, though? Well, as I say, everybody's going to have an individual situation. I just gave two scenarios where one was great for each person. And so that's why you talk with your financial planner. And also going back to what Vince's topic was earlier, Every client that comes across my desk, I always recommend at a minimum that they have a land trust, if not a living trust, with their house titled in that living trust. You know what? I've, always, I've known a lot of financial planners over the years, but I highly, I'm very impressed with Gary Bronner, and I would recommend Gary to everybody I know. You're, you're incredible. And as would I. Yeah. You know everything, Gary. Oh, thank you, guys. Look, at, you know, the, the, I notice his head is getting big with the earphones, so we gotta we gotta tone it down, Randy. I, 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 he might not I know, be able to keep his head like door keeps looking smaller and smaller. He like may not be Gary. able to keep his headphones how can our, on. How can our audience get a hold of you? Well, you can get a hold of me on my cell phone, 630-863-4775. My one, phone. one more time. 630-863-4775. It's on from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day of the week. Or you can go to the website, which <clears throat> realestatereveal.com, and get my profile and my contact information on the website. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to Real Estate Revealed, and we'll be right back with Teresa Mueller and Brad Heddick. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. I like it like that. Welcome back to Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. And I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Thank you all so make, so much for making us your Sunday habit. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here. I heard 13 years now. Oh, my gosh, we're starting our 14th year. Just amazing. It's because you, the audience. See, this is what we do. This is how the show started. What we do is draw aside the curtains, peel back the layers, open the doors, and uncover the truths. We try to dispel the myths versus reality in this industry to make your life stress-free going through this. So, yeah, thank you all so much. And did you get out to the website, realestatereveal.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. There's a lot of great information about your co-hosts. And, uh, wow. But moving right along, um, we've got the premier uh, commercial uh, retail industrial realtor, the broker owner of the Trillium Group, Teresa Mueller. Yeah. And she's going to give us some information about how to evaluate and market your business. And to keep her honest... We've got the president and owner of Commercial Lending X. Yeah, Brad Hedick in studio. So good morning, Teresa Mueller. Good morning. Thank you, as always, and Happy New Year to everyone. So the last time I was on this show, I was talking about um, what are your options? If you have business and real estate, what, what are the things that you can do? And as a commercial broker, uh, what we can do is we could sell the real estate, the business, or both. And we have to evaluate what's best for our clients, right? So, Brad, I'm going to put you on the spot. If I am approaching a business um, and they're going to sell their real estate and business or just their business, what are some of the questions that I might be asking them or things that I might need from them to evaluate their business? 
well, most likely you're going to need some financial information, understand their revenues and their cash flow. Yes. And you're going to want to understand who their customers are, how mm-hmm. they do business, uh, what are some of the sources of revenue that they have, uh, different types of customers, relationships, et cetera. Right. So, um, of course, what, what type of business is it, too? Because that's going to impact, uh, you know, it, when we're looking at some of the financials. Um, and then, like you said, we have to look at the financial statements, the P&L, the, their tax returns. So, you know, don't be so nervous if a commercial broker or even a business broker comes to you and say, hey, we need to see all your financials because that's going to be important in the valuation when you're advertising and marketing this, the property or business. Um, and, of course, we want some assessment of what all their equipment costs too, right, um, depending on the type of business. Um, and it's helpful if you have past appraisals, you know, cause the appraiser has kind of given an input into what he thinks he or she thinks the business is worth. Um, and of course, super important. What are some of the things that they think could impact the sale environmental or future costs, whatever. So they may have some insight like, oh, this is coming up, you know, and so we have to understand that. COVID um, impact, right? And, and COVID. Oh, everybody's asking about how were you impacted by COVID these days. And then that's like why I would say 2021, evaluating a business and marketing it because we can't it, we can't judge a business completely by 2020. You know, they could have been in lockdown or adversely affected, right? Um, so let's let's talk about um, when we are evaluating. What are the options? Well, on the residential side, there's certainly the market comparison approach, right? Where you say, okay, let's look at comparable properties and businesses and, you know, and subtract amenities, but that just doesn't typically work as well on the business side because what are the, what's the likelihood that you have something that's exactly the same and you could just add and subtract? So that's certainly an approach, but it's not it's not typical on the commercial side when you're going to evaluate the business. Then, as we were talking about the financials, right? You need the financials. So that's uh, let's you know I'm, I could probably spend an entire hour on this on financial side, but we're looking at okay, what are your what's your gross revenue and then what's your NOI net operating income. That's your uh, gross revenue minus expenses. You know, what are the multipliers out there? Looking at cap rates of similar businesses and properties to compare. Uh, it could be net present value, you know, taking all the businesses' costs and or cash flows, both positive, negative, and bringing it to the present value. So there's a lot of different financial ways to assess that business. And then there's also the last approach where you're looking to see um, asset-based, right? What, what is the land worth? What is the building cost replacement worth and all the equipment? So it could be any one of those approaches or a hybrid of those when you're marketing the property to decide uh, what is this business worth, right? And the real estate. And of course, if the business is not a viable business, what are you going to do then, right? If it's like, okay, well, we were shut down COVID we're never coming back or this is just not useful going forward. You know, it could have been a retail center or, you know, a shop and, there's, they're shutting down and there's no, you know, customers, et cetera. So what do you do then? Then you have to look at then just the land. You know, what is the usefulness, the highest purpose of the land? Um, it could be, you know, what is the zoning and how, in, it, how um, flexible is the village or city in changing that zoning? And we've had, had you know, zoning conversations. Um, <clears throat> and then, of course, obviously, what's the size, et cetera. So we're looking at the valuation. We're looking at... Um, you know, if it's not profitable, what are we going to do? And then how are we going to market this? So marketing in 2021, what does that mean? Um, is this confidential, right? I mean, I'm sure you've had some businesses that are saying, I don't, I don't want the employees to know because I don't want everyone to leave, right? Good point. 
And um, Wow, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So that becomes a little more tricky. Where can you market? Can you market on all the commercial exchanges? Can you can you market um, online, your social media? You know, it, you know what, Teresa, I don't want to rush you at all, but we're coming up to a quick break. Oh, my gosh, I'm getting such an education listening to you like every week. Um, you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. In studio for this segment is uh, Teresa Mueller. She's the broker, managing broker owner of the Trillium Group. She's a commercial realtor. And I have the president owner of Commercial Lending X. Yeah, Brad Hedick. We'll be right back with more of Real Estate Revealed. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun. And it's not unusual for us to love our audience each and every week. Oh, my gosh. I can't stop dancing in the studio. What a comeback song. Tom Jones, right? Oh, my gosh. Hey, welcome back. I'm Randy Barcella, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Have you been out to the website? Realestaterevealed.com. R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. I also have videos of everybody in the studio right now. Yeah, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. And uh, right before the break, we had some more information that uh, the broker owner of the Trellium Group wanted to share with us. Yeah, Teresa Mueller about how to evaluate and market your business. Thanks again, Randy. So just the kind of a brief wrap up. We talked about some of the questions that we would ask a business evaluating them. Uh, we talked about some of the approaches that would make sense depending on the business type. And if it's not profitable, how we would then look at the real estate and then what some of our marketing solutions are. I'm just going to share a quick fun story. Um, we talked about uh, the car wash. I have a new listing, a car wash. And I thought, oh, it would be super fun to um, drive my vehicle through to the car wash song, you know, through the car wash. I could show everyone. But then my wise 17-year-old said, you might have to worry about copyright infringement. So I'm now thinking of new fun ideas. But the point is, is with marketing, you have to think about who is the likely customer that's going to buy this business and or real estate. Uh, and so if you have questions about how to evaluate your business or real estate, you're, you can contact me anytime, Teresa Mueller. Um, I'm on the Real Estate Revealed webpage, of course, uh, trellium.com. You just start typing in the letter T and you'll probably find me on the internet. Uh, but my contact info is info at TeresaMueller.com. 630-715-9999. Absolutely love it. Teresa Mueller with the Trellium Real Estate Group. And moving right along, we have the president and owner of Commercial Lending X. Yeah, Brad Hedick. Good morning, Brad. Good morning and a happy new year and welcome to 2021. Hopefully it's a much better year than 2020 was. I didn't understand all of the abbreviations on your talking points here. SBA from the stimulus bill and how it affects, oh my gosh, that's why you're here because <laughs> I don't know these things. Yeah, so we're going to get into that. Um, you know, I, I want to focus discussing some of the good positive updates that came out of the stimulus bill. Beautiful. And uh, a lot of it applies to SBA lending. And what is the SBA again? It is the Small Business Administration. And we're specifically talking about their lending programs, which are primarily the SBA 504 and the SBA 7A lending programs. And just a quick recap on those, the SBA 7A lending program is a program that business owners can use to borrow money for really just about any business purpose, whether it's working capital, refinancing debt, um, uh, to buy equipment, to buy owner-occupied real estate, to expand, to do tenant build-outs, just about any sort of type of commercial purpose. And then the SBA 504 loan program is one where you can borrow money for owner-occupied commercial properties, 
um, or you can buy it or borrow it for purchasing equipment. So uh, both of these programs have a lot of great uses for business owners and can be a, a really strong benefit to the community. So um, what I'd like to specifically talk about is how the stimulus package affected these programs. Um, the first thing that it did, and this is a little bit off SBA 7A and 504, but it did offer a second round of PPP funding for businesses, and that's that payment protection program that were severely impacted. And right, Do you still have the same lineup as the first time around? Of course, they've made it different, different and a little bit more complicated. And all the final rules aren't out on how it's being handled yet. But, but in essence, if you saw a 25% decline in revenue quarter over quarter in any of the three quarters of 2020 versus what you had in 2019, you could qualify for a second round of funding under PPP. I recommend people go back to their existing bank and request it. It's probably going to be the most likely source that's going to help them. Uh, the second thing I wanted to make people aware of is that if you have an existing SBA uh, 7A or 504 loan, you can benefit from additional payments being made on your behalf by from the Small Business Administration. It's another three months um, for those who already received six months of payments. Um, it's another five months if you're in a high-risk category on top of the three months. And to put this in perspective, um, we had one customer during the first round that got over 200000 in loan payments made on their behalf via the SBA. So it's a really big perk. For new SBA loans that are made, there's six months of payments that you can get as long as they're made before the end of September 2021. So to put now those payments under the new program are capped at $9,000 per month. But if you're looking to borrow money on either the SBA 7A or 504 program, six months of payments is usually a pretty big deal on your loan. Yeah, so it it's is. a great benefit yeah. that exists. So one of the questions that I'm getting from my clients, because they had heard talk that you can replace one SBA with another with this new act. Is that the case? Yeah. So the first time ever you can refinance an SBA 7A loan into an SBA 504 loan. Usually the 7A is a variable rate product where the 504 is a fixed rate product. So this is a huge benefit to 7A borrowers. And this is the, it's only available for nine months. So this is one provision we don't expect will get renewed beyond nine months. So if it is something you're thinking about doing, now's do a great now. time to do it. <laughs> and um, call you, right? Yes, of course. Yeah. We'd be happy to help you do that. Um, Typically on an SBA 7A loan, the government guarantee historically has been 75% of the loan amount. Under the new act, that government guarantee percentage goes up to 90%. Wow. The reason why that's a big deal is if you have a loan that's high risk or is on the border of getting approved, it's very easy for a lender to get comfortable when they only have 10% exposure. Right. They know 90% of that loan's backed by the government. Right. So we highly encourage people that if you do think you have a loan that's going to be a little harder to get done, now's the time to do it while that 90% guarantee is in place. That's and, some great information you're sharing with us. And that's through the end of September. So. And you know what? I don't want to rush you at all. And Brad Hedick, the president owner of Commercial Lending X, has a little bit more information that we need to hear about. But we're coming up to a quick break. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Hey, have you been out to Facebook? I have videos of everyone in the studio this morning. Real Estate Revealed on Facebook or go to the website, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. We come back more of Brad Hedick. Now back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Barcella. Right, 
Like heaven and earth can't take my eyes off of you. You're too good to be true, and I cannot sing it at all, but I can dance. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and right before the break, we were talking with the president and owner of Commercial Lending X, Brad Hedick. Brad. Great. Well, I'm going to dive right back into it. We were talking about some of the benefits out of a new stimulus bill that came to SBA lending or small business loans. Um, one of the other benefits that's big is that the government guarantee fees are re- are eliminated on SBA 7A loans and reduced on SBA 504 loans. So to put it in perspective, you can be up north at 3.5% in government guarantee fees on an SBA 7A loan. So if it's a million-dollar project, you're talking about $35,000 in fees that are going away. So it's really a big deal and a great time yeah, to take is. advantage of these programs. Oftentimes, I find one of the reasons borrowers don't like to use the programs is because of the high government guarantee fees, which I could talk about why those exist on another episode. But um, right now, it's just a huge benefit that those are being waived. So just one last second to put this in perspective. This last year, we did a lot of SBA 504 lending. We put owner-occupied borrowers into long-term 25-year fixed financing that was in the low to mid 2% range. So if you think about that commercial paper in the low to mid 2% range, your residential deals aren't even as low as we're booking some of these commercial loans. So if you've got an owner-occupied commercial property with the guarantee fees getting waived, with where interest rates are at, even if you have an SBA 7A loan and you can now refinance into a 504 loan, this is the time you should really consider looking at it. And how could somebody get a hold of you, Brad? Best way is uh, 630-988-988. 4852 or hit us at the website commerciallendingx.com and we will have a page dedicated as all the final rules come out about these programs so nice or get out to our website realestaterevealed.com r-e-v-e-a-l-e-d.com realestaterevealed.com you could vet all of our great co-hosts here on the show and also if you missed any part of today's show get out tomorrow morning tomorrow afternoon we have the podcast of the last two years worth of shows including this this show now you can listen to tomorrow and over and over and again, anytime you want, you just get out to the website, realestaterevealed.com. You click on listen to past shows and uh, also go to the photo gallery, go to the biography of everybody that's on the show. And um, you know what? I want to thank the other co-hosts who are not here, but they will be here um, next week. Pat Canone, mortgage loan consultant from the Loan Depot. Sandra Wright, realtor from Chicago Properties. Mark Ainley, property manager from GC Realty. Don Manganotti, realtor from Rossi and Taylor Real Estate in Northwest Indiana. And of course, Debbie Schreiner, the premier producer here at AM560, The Answer. And you know me, I always like to finish the show with inspirational quotes. But also, um, did I say the website? Realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. Uh, feel free to email any one of us to look through and get some more valuable content and information for you in 2021 because this is what we do. We try to bring our audience valuable content and information that will make your life easier and stress-free going through this real estate and mortgage market. Uh, it's, su- it's been such a pleasure uh, serving you all for 13 years. We're starting our 14th year now, and it's because of you, the audience, supporting us. So thank you all so much for making this your Sunday habit. And, of course, if you see me on Facebook, Randy Barcel, I always like to do inspirational quotes. And here's a few for you. In Japan, broken objects are often repaired with gold. The flaw is seen as a unique piece of the object's history, which adds to its beauty. So consider this when you feel broken or have any bumps in the road in your past. Great one. And you know what? What didn't work out or what was removed in your life over 2020 
uh, only made room for new blessings to come in. Don't stress what's gone. Welcome the newness now in 2021. And you know what? The most beautiful things in life are not things. They're people, they're places, they're memory and pictures, they're feelings and moments of smiles and laughter. So be good to yourself, everybody. Be good to others and tell someone each day that you love them. I'm Randy Barcelli, your show host, and I can't wait to see you right back here next Sunday morning on the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show.